The Cardinals take game three over the Pirates, highlighted by a nine-run second inning. This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so yeah, the Cardinals, 14-8, to the final score out of Pittsburgh. Well, let me tell you, that, that second inning... You didn't think it was ever going to end. The Young coming to the plate twice. Goldie, big home run. Everybody getting doubles. This is the kind of Cardinals team that you've got to have. This is the kind of Cardinals team that you need to have in order to win games. Talk about getting tuned up for the Astros. I like what I see. All right, this is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you uh, get your favorite shows. And uh, yeah, I mean, holy cow, this was a game. We're going to recap the game uh, in question, the big uh, victory over the Pirates tonight. And uh, or last night, depending on when you're listening to this, and I guess everyone's going to be listening to this the next day, right? We're also going to uh, take a look at a couple of things coming up for the Cardinals. I know we've, um, I know we've talked about the trade deadline and what we think needs to happen, but there's also some other questions that need to be uh, answered in regards to the roster. So we're going to cover that. Uh, as well on today's show. All right, well, first things first, let's get started the three big things. Number one. All right, so like we talked about, the Cardinals winning big 14-8 to eight in the St. Louis victory. Wainwright pulling even in his uh, win column with his losses. He's 7-7 seven seven on the season, as if that actually matters. Tommy Edmond, 1-for-4. Fowler, 1-for-6. Jose Martinez batting in the three-hole, 1-for-4. Goldie, two for five. Listen to this. Paul DeYoung, four for four with four runs and five RBI. Woo! (laughs) Colton Wong, one for two. Munoz, Gyro Munoz. He went three for five. Excuse me, Wong went two for four. Had that slid over a little too much. Uh, Andrew uh, Kinzer. Kisner, excuse me, one for three. He had a big fly. I believe it's his first home run. Wayno uh, didn't get a hit, but he did get a sacrifice fly, so he was picking up uh, at least an RBI in that. Wayno going five innings for the Cardinals, four runs on five hits, all those earned, four walks, five strikeouts. Through 106 pitches, 65 of those, four strikes. Mayer's coming in after that. He gave up uh, two runs on three hits, which is exactly what Brevia did as well. The only difference is Brevia didn't walk anybody. So the the Pirates got it going early with uh, two runs in the bottom of the first, but after that, the Cardinals took off. Number two. And I forgot this music bet's going to run out, so we're just going to have to deal with that, right? <laughs> All right, so Goldschmidt continuing to show signs, and uh, he's starting to heat back up. And that is good. That's exactly what you want. Because as Goldschmidt goes, yeah, that's how the Cardinals go. Quickly, number three. Number three. And finally, uh, it's it's nice to see guys like Andrew uh, Kisner, Jairo Munoz, 
Okay, uh, Jose Martinez all getting in on the action because uh, there are some questions that have to be asked of this roster. Uh, there, there's a lot of players that are currently on the IL. Uh, Marcelo Zuna will be coming back before long. Matt Carpenter sent the return on Friday. Do we have a uh, do we have a, a distinct timetable for Yachty yet? I know at first it was two weeks, then three weeks, and then it was like a six week ordeal. Either way, let's just take a look at, at these three players in particular. Now, Marcelo Zuna, we don't know what we're going to get when he gets back. Hand injuries tend to set power like nothing, nothing else. So we're not sure what's going to go on with him. That's not the issue with Ozuna. The issue with Ozuna is Tyler O'Neill, And he's going to be the one exception to everything else we're about to talk about. That being that O'Neill is not making the most of this opportunity. So if you take a look at his last 30 games, excuse me, his last 15 games over the last two weeks, the stats, uh, not bad. 305 batting average, 317 on base, 542 slug. Not bad, right? That's 59 at-bats, 18 hits, 4 home runs, 12 RBI, 1 walk, 17 strikeouts. 17. Now, you take a look at his last seven games, just the past week, and you'll see where O'Neal has started to cool down quite a bit. 30 at bat, Through 30 at-bats, no walks, 9 strikeouts, only 1 home run. He's 200 for a batting average, 200 on on base, and he's only slugging 300. He's not doing so hot, and the thing is, is you can't sit there and let him continue to uh, be be kind of a black hole in the lineup. You know, he got off to a hot start, and then granted, all this is a lot of small sample size. So O'Neal needs to, he needs to, number one, he needs to cut down on the strikeouts. Number two, he needs to be able to command a little bit more of that strike zone and try to make the pitchers a little more uncomfortable. And if you get the that if you get that going, he's going to start getting more hits. He's going to start being able to draw more walks as well. So, what do you do with Tyler O'Neill? You got anybody there that can uh, that can uh, fill in for him? Well, when Ozuna gets back, you might be able to do something with that. This is where it gets interesting because I believe it was John Morosi on Twitter talking about how the Cardinals, among other teams, were possibly interested in acquiring Charlie Blackman from the Colorado Rockies. Derek Goldson had a tweet later on saying they've done that dance, they've finished that tango, they're not interested. They tried to trade, the Cardinals tried to trade for Adam Eaton. They did sign Dexter Fowler. So they're kind of over the whole uh, Rockies-type player. Now, one name that was left out of that, surprisingly, in that tweet was uh, Matt Holliday, though I guess technically Matt came from Oakland, even if he was only there for like half the season or whatever the case might be. So you got O'Neal there, and you've, you, you've got to try to help him figure out what his place is in this lineup because you need him to hit. When O'Neal is on, he's a force to be reckoned with in the lineup. The other questions you got to have is, what do you do with Matt Carpenter when he gets back? Are you going to start him? Because he wasn't very good. 
And I don't know that he was ever showing signs of turning it around. Tommy Edmond, while not necessarily the best uh, third baseman in the world, he's a better third baseman than Matt Carpenter. And then Jairo Munoz, same thing goes for him. You know, you got a lot of these young guys, Edmond, Munoz, Andrew Kinzer, uh, or Kisner, excuse me. And they, they're producing right now. They're helping you win. They're helping you be on this streak. It's not Carpenter. It's not Ozuna. And even though it's going to be kind of painful for people to hear, it's not Yachty. In fact, I believe that Kinsner, or I, I know I'm not saying his name right, Kisner, it's Kisner. I, Kisner is, is proving that he needs to get more playing time. Who's going to sit down with Yachty and say, listen, the best way for you to help this team is you got to start splitting time. You have to. Uh, he needs the playing time. He needs the at-bats. And he's showing that he could. he's probably the catcher of the future. On top of that, you got Mad Weeders. And I was listening to, um, oh my gosh, <laughs> Kevin Wheeler, that's it. The Kevin Wheeler show, and he he was talking about how maybe the Cardinals ought to bring Weeders back. I don't disagree with that. You know, Weeders has been hitting. He's been showing some power in limited time. He's not a bad uh, he's not a bad catcher at all. He's been throwing out uh, attempted base steals. He's been he's been showing that he's the guy that was an All Star for the Orioles. So the Cardinals would probably be smart to bring him back for another year or two, or at least through the remainder of Yachty's contract. But at the same time, Andrew Kinsner has to be able to get some playing time as well. Uh, This stuff with Yachty, Yachty's a Hall of Famer, and he's going to be wearing a red jacket, and he's going to be around St. Louis forever. He's, He's a national treasure in St. Louis. However, it's we got to start having this conversation of what do we do when Yachty isn't Yachty anymore? Because you can't keep rolling him out there. And I have a feeling this injury bug that he's been getting isn't going to get any better. I'm not saying get rid of him or anything like that. I'm just saying a conversation needs to be had. Because I think even Yachty would tell you this himself. If he can't help the team produce, if he can't help team, the team win, he doesn't want to be in the way. Now, he's a competitor. He wants to be out there every day. And I can absolutely get behind that because that is uh, the very essence of what makes Yachty Yachty. But at the same time, we've got to be able to say, hey, this is the new blood. Think about it. Yanni's been catching. Well, I mean, it was a backup role for Matheny starting in 2004. This is his 15th season in the majors. 15. You know, he went from being a light-hitting defense first catcher to being a, well, just a good all-around player. Improving his offense as he's gotten older. And uh, this season been a very disappointing one for him because he's starting to show signs of decline. At least that's what it appears to be in just about every metric, defensively and offensively. So, yeah, we got to start having that conversation. What do you do with Yachty? 
when he gets back? Do you make him split time with Weeders? Do you make him split time with Kinsner? What do you do? Let me know. Email me moose at onairwithmoose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Moose Michaels and at Locked On STL. We'd love to hear from you. You can listen to us in the brand new Himalaya podcasting app, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. And again, leave us a five-star review. What's it going to hurt, right? Hey, we're going to be right back in, in uh, with our next segment, and we are going to be talking a little bit more about the trade deadline coming up. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's, uh, let's take a look at something that John Mazaliak said on, the, uh, on, on Danny Mac's podcast, Scoops. He said that what he was trying to look for was a lefty reliever to compliment Andrew Miller. Okay, cool. I, I you know what? That that's a very mo thing to say. It seems like he's trolling us sometimes, doesn't it? It seems like all he ever goes after is lefty relievers. Hey guys, it's the uh, it's the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah, that guy's available. That guy, is any of these guys a lefty reliever? No, we don't want them. It's it's very frustrating. But in this case, I can kind of see what what he's going for there. However, I have a better idea. Instead of a lefty reliever, why not get a lefty starter that can strike guys out, that can help relieve some of the stress on the bullpen that's otherwise been pretty good, even without Jordan Hicks? Right? Gant's been good. Andrew Miller's starting to come around. Carlos Martinez has had some shaky starts, but uh, over our shaky um, appearances, but overall not been bad. So why do you need a reliever when you can fix all this by getting a starter? And the Cardinals desperately, desperately need a starter. This isn't something of, uh, okay, well, you know, we need a bat, we need a starter, we need a... No matter what their other needs might be, the number one need on this team is they need starting pitching. It doesn't matter how many relievers you get. If the starter ain't going to make it out of the third inning, they're all going to be warped out of their minds, tired, fried, just like they've been this last little bit. A lot of these starters that we're used to seeing do so well, the ones that we're seeing, whether we're used to seeing dominate, they're not because they're overused, they're fried, they're having issues with mechanics, they're having issues with location, and who can blame them? They're going out there night after night after night. In fact, uh, you know, outside of the Dakota Hudson start, outside of Wayno going five, you know, you go out there and you take a look at them, and you know, you can almost see it in their faces. They're going, all right, and who's, who's got uh, who's got money on three innings? No, 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 two and a third. I mean, it's got to be that way. Uh, listening to the Bernie Miklas show, he actually mentioned when it comes to the trade deadline, some players, I don't know which ones, have privately said, what is this front office going to do to help improve this team? And it, it's hard not to be mad at the Giants. They're kind of ruined this for everybody. It seemed like every a lot of people had Mad Bum and Will Smith pegged for St. Louis. It was a perfect fit. If... Bumgarner would waive his no trade. However, it's looking increasingly like the uh, Giants aren't going to make any trades at all. And 
who can blame them on the surge they're in? They're not far out of the wild card now, and they're doing well and having an incredible stretch of baseball. So where do the Cardinals turn? I think ultimately what the Cardinals need to do is they need to look for a fella that can pitch from the left side, that can, you know, get a little uh, get a little gruff out there, that can, yeah, you know, maybe even throw some strikes. Maybe uh, somebody that goes by the nickname of Spike Zilla. Yeah. No, that's actually his real nickname. I'm talking about Mike Miner, starting pitcher for the Texas Rangers. And uh, he's not been too bad. He's got a 3.0 ERA on the season. 136 strikeouts. 1.18 whip. Last seven games, uh, excuse me, no, the last 15 games been pretty much what uh, the rest of the season's been. 15 games started, 5-4 and four through that stretch, 3.05 ERA. He's pitched 94 in the third innings, given up 88 hits, 32 runs, 34 walks, 97 strikeouts. 97. I mean, what are, what are we looking for here? Uh, you looking for a guy to eat up innings. July 13th versus Houston, he went five innings, which, I mean, granted, is about half the game. It's what Wayno did tonight. Still better than three innings. Uh, July 19th against Houston, went seven innings. July 24th against Seattle, went six innings. And he gives up his share of runs in there, but he doesn't walk a lot of people. And he does get strikeouts. Seven strikeouts versus Houston in the first game, 10 versus Houston in the second now, he did only get five against Seattle in the last. But Mike Miner is the kind of guy that can uh, come in and really help out this team, really give this, this team a boost. I know he's probably not the most, uh, he's probably not the most uh, sexy name out there. He's not a Madison Bumgarner. He's not uh, a Trevor Bauer. You know, he's... But he he's one he's a very cardinal esque type pitcher, the kind of guy that they would that they would bring in. Would I like to see Trevor Bauer? Yeah. I'd love to see Trevor Bauer. Would I love to see Matt Scherzer in a Cardinals uniform? Or Max Scherzer. Why did I say Matt? Max Scherzer in a Cardinals uniform. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Point is, if both those guys are available. What did the Cardinals have to trade to get him? You're not going to give up prospects. You're not going to give up Carlson. You're not going to give up Gorman. The farm system's a little thin. You've graduated a lot of players to the major leagues. You're going to give up. It's going to be somebody from the major league roster. It's going to be a Carlos Martinez. It's going to be a Tyler O'Neill. It might even have Michael Wanka attached to it. I'm not exactly sure, but that's what it's going to be to get that kind of a deal done. And the Cardinals have to get that done. They've got to make a trade. They've got to help improve this team in a way that is going to give them a significantly better chance to go out 
and take over first place from the Cubs. They said they were all in. Let's see what they do. Let's see what they do. Otherwise, what are they doing? I mean, what are they doing if they're not in it to win in 2019 like they said? Why not sell what they can sell? The thing about the Cardinals is, is they make very surgical type moves in the trade deadline. And I believe Mo doesn't like the pain of trading. And I think he has been burnt quite a bit in the past. You know, Goldie's finally starting to heat up, but before that happened, you saw what was going on with him. And then you got to look down there in Arizona and you see what's happening with uh, Carson Kelly. You know, you look at what Joe Kelly's been doing for the Dodgers. I mean, trades are going to be painful and you're not going to be on the right side of all of them. But you can try to mitigate that and be on the right side of most of them. And by the way, even if a trade doesn't look all that great or that player you traded off ends up being somebody incredible, if you still won a World Series and went deep in the playoffs, totally worth it. As they say on a MLB Network Radio on Sirius XM. I apologize. I, I can't remember his name. It's Casey, though. Casey Sternum. Or Casey Stern, Sternum. Golly, I'm so bad with the names. Casey Stern says... Prospects are cool, parades are cooler, and that's that. Do you want to keep Carlos Martinez, or do you want to win a World Series? Hmm? Do you want to keep Harrison Bader, or do you want to win a World Series? What do you want for this team? That's a question you got to ask yourself. Send me your uh, questions, your comments, anything like that. Moose at onairwithmoose.com. You can also rate, review, and subscribe to us in Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, leave us a five-star review. We'll see you tomorrow morning. You drink a brewski for the moosey. I'm out.